This is the Engines of Our Ingenuity, made possible by the friends of KUHF Houston. Today, to the point, the University of Houston's College of Engineering presents this series about the machines that make our civilization run and the people whose ingenuity created them. Anyone who texts will tell you our written language wasn't designed with brevity in mind. We think and speak far more quickly than we can write or type with our two thumbs. Throughout history, various forms of shorthand have been used to speed up the process of writing. Examples can be found in ancient Egyptian, Greek, and Chinese texts. The Romans developed a form of shorthand for recording speeches that was used well into the Middle Ages. Modern English shorthand traces its roots to Victorian England. According to historian Leah Price, the early 1800s saw inventors championing their own special versions of shorthand. Shorthand was invaluable for court recording and parliamentary reporting, but it had other creative uses as well, like plagiarism. Clergy were known to appropriate sermons from other clergy, and theatergoers pilfered lines from the latest stage plays. Think filmgoers and a handicam, says Price. Shorthand also provided a means to capture the exact words used by adversaries in a debate. Its diverse uses led the early spread of shorthand to take place through a countercultural movement, a movement of spirit rappers, teetotalers, vegetarians, pacifists, anti-vivisectionists, and anti-tobacconists. In 1837, Isaac Pitman published a new method of shorthand in the pamphlet Stenographic Soundhand. It made improvements on other methods, but it gained popularity in large part due to Pitman's salesmanship. To Pittman, shorthand wasn't just a practical tool; it represented the dawn of religious freedom, the dawn of political freedom. He capitalized on advances in the British postal system, creating a vast network of shorthand enthusiasts. Writing became less arduous, which in turn encouraged more correspondence. Pittman proudly proclaimed that when using shorthand. Friendships grow six times faster than under the withering, blighting influence of the moon of longhand. The cult-like devotion to Pittman's creation eventually faded, but not the creation itself. It remains the most widely used form of shorthand in the UK and the second most widely used in the US. Of course, the advent of recording devices has eliminated much of the need for shorthand. It's still required in many courts of law, and it's useful for closed captioning of live television programs. Overall, though, its use is waning, except in the case of texting, where new, shorter means of expression are constantly being introduced. Vowels are disappearing. Numbers have become words. We face an onslaught of acronyms. Strings of punctuation marks express happiness or a wink. But unlike the carefully crafted shorthand of old, the shorthand of texting is a free-for-all, and it's interesting to ponder: as the shorthand of texting evolves, will it someday become completely indecipherable to those who don't text? I'm Andy Boyd at the UH, where we're interested in the way I M W.